It's time for another Movie Pass moment here on the Nerd and Me podcast. Hey, and welcome to another Movie Pass moment. I'm Jonathan. Hey, and this is Alan. <laughs> and we have a special guest today, always from the Nerd and to the Nerd Zone podcast, is uh, Pete. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden we got all Fez like in this show. Hey. Uh, yes. Hey. So today, Alan, today, Pete, today, boys, we're going to be talking about Ready Player One. Ooh, that was nice robotic talk. I was trying for that. I'm glad it came across. <laughs> Ready Player One. Yabba Dabba Do. <laughs> Yabba Dabba Do. That's Robot Friend, right? Yeah. Robot Flintstone. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. Right. Ready Player so One. We also we also Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Yes. The latest from uh, some tour director named Steven Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. It's like my first film of seeing him, I think. Oh, what was it? <laughs> that was it. Oh. <laughs> Ready Player One. <laughs> okay, Ready Player One. Steven Spielberg came out this weekend. Uh, big names. Boy, not a lot of big names in this one, is there? Did you recognize the main player? Who he was? How we might know him? He's from. Isn't he from Fantastic Four? The the new one? No, that's no. Not Miles is it? Oh. No, it's not him. Okay, not he's, him. The new, he's the new Cyclops, I believe, from the X Men movies. Is that who that is? Mm. Oh. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I knew he was a superhero somewhere. Another nobody. Okay. No, I didn't reckon. I didn't. I didn't put that together though. Actually. No, sir. Yeah, and I think he does a pretty good job as though. As what's his face, Cyclops. Well, let's 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 do it. So we, we know it's directed by Steven Spielberg. It stars Ty Sheridan as Parzival in, in the game world and Wade in the real world. Olivia Cook as Artemis in the game world, Samantha in the real world. Ben Mendelsohn, who uh, probably is most recognized as um, director Krennic from Rogue One. Ah, he's yes. uh, the bad guy Sorrento, and uh, he's a good bad stuff. guy. I like him. Yeah, he is a good bad. Well, he's got that look in that voice. Yeah, you know. like douche. All right, so there was a lot of there was a lot of hype, boys, uh, for this movie. Um, they've been plugging it for at least a year. Um, I think what I like, Pete. Um, did you get to see the uh, posters where they were parodying '80s movies? Yeah. In the movie the, itself. No, in the uh, in the in the ad campaign. They, oh they, no, they I didn't. A bunch I didn't. Of, uh, Okay, because there's one for Back to the Future. I thought you would have liked it. I'll be honest. Uh, I think I went into this movie not knowing much about it or seeing a lot of the previews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the same boat as Pete. I'm, I was not familiar, familiar with this at all. And uh, my coworker, uh, well, he told me it was based off a book, like I guess most movies and stuff. And apparently the book is really, really good. Uh, but other than that, I had no idea what this was going to be about. Other than I just heard that, you know, there's a lot of 80s stuff in it. You know, um, and that's it. That's all I, I went in with this one. Right. It's very much an homage, a love letter to the 80s and, and the films of, uh, well, the films we grew up with. Uh, but my understanding is in the book, it's, it's very Spielberg heavy references. And uh, Spielberg kind of left a lot of that stuff out because he felt weird about it, I guess. Self-referencing himself. Oh, okay, um, I got but you. Yeah, the things, yeah, the, the, the movie's chock full of Easter eggs. I mean. I think I was talking to you, Alan, off air about how there was so, and, and the movie moves very quickly. Like I didn't catch ninety percent of what they threw at us in regards to uh, little Easter eggs. 
So let me ask right off the bat, uh, if we can go around, what were your impressions of the? I mean, did you like it? Didn't like it? John, oh, I'll go first. Oh, I'll go first. Uh, John, you can go first. Got it, Pete. I loved the movie. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Um, again, like I said, going into it, no expectations. So for me, it was, you know, right there. I mean, obviously, all the Back to the Future references got me hooked. <laughs> Actually, that's the reason why Pete, I wanted you on on this particular podcast show because I know you're you're a diehard Back to the Future guy, and this one is like of, of all of them, uh, Back to the Future is probably the one that's most prominent in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really paid a lot of homage to Back to the Future. I mean, he drives he drives the DeLorean in a race. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, you hear the score. Yeah, at, you at do. You hear yeah. the score at one point, and. Uh, uh, one of the main weapons that he buys is a Zemeckis cube, and yeah. what to do? It, stop, it stops time, right? For sixty or reverses time for sixty, like seconds, 60 yeah. seconds. Yeah. So, did you yeah, see the poster of? Um, did you see the poster of? Oh gosh, uh, Goldie Wilson in the in the garage of. Oh Aces. yes, I caught that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I really like Goldie Wilson. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. A Negro mayor. That'll happen. Um, <laughs> okay. I forgot that was a reference. From the Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, all they had to do, all the only thing left to do was dress like Marty, which he, I don't think he did, right? At any point in the movie? No. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very, it's very 80s nostalgic. And um, it was a good, I mean, it was a good movie. It had a great, uh, it had a great setup. You know, there's three keys he's got to find to, to win it's and, and you know what it reminded me a lot of Willy Wonka like they had to go through all these trials and at the end you get the whole factory or world or whatever you know I got a very Willy Wonka vibe in it so, so John you like the movie I take it then yeah I enjoyed it I enjoyed it it was definitely uh considering we, uh, we've been seeing a couple of uh not so great movies recently I think that was pretty good yeah I I enjoyed myself this is a very entertaining movie but I do have a but on this one um uh, I took my daughter to this one, and because mm-hmm. it was heavily referenced in the '80s, man, there was so much that went right over her head, and and I can see that, you know. Um, I think for me, I think I did struggle with because it's you know the movie takes place in 2044, I think it was, and right. you know a lot of things that you see in this movie is you know let's say very high tech with virtual reality and stuff, and you know I think the only thing that that maybe bothered me was. Though I do like the 80s stuff, it was hard to soak, like, immerse myself because a lot of 80s music, a lot of 80s references, but visually, it it wasn't 80s, you know, it was very, very modern, very high-tech stuff, you know, and I felt that, well, maybe if they went back maybe to the 90s, uh, it would have more resonance to me. You know, and even like someone my daughter would, would kind of get it because let's face it, the next generation systems, uh, uh, what is it, Xbox 360 and the original PlayStation, I think that was like that big change in like video games and stuff versus, you know, sp- stuff prior to that. But it, it was good overall. I'm not knocking it. I just felt that um, having all these 80s references, there, there was a lot of things that wasn't 80s too. You know, a lot of the games that were displayed there were there was a lot of uh, Halo, there was Gears of War and stuff, and that those are like really current current games. And so right. I was getting thrown back and forth between what should this world be, 
you know, in the virtual world, uh, especially if they kept referencing or like kind of mimicking a lot of the 80s stuff from the creator's point of view, there are a lot of things that shouldn't have been in there. So it was just a little, it, it, it pulled me back, I think, way too much where I think if they went back to the 90s, it would have sat, it would have worked better maybe. I don't, I don't know. Because there is a lot of obscure games. I'm like, do you remember playing that game Adventure? Uh, I didn't play it, but I remembered it, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, remember the game. I don't remember the. I don't. I didn't play it. I was a big Pitfall fan. A uh, Pitfall is fantastic, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I play. I played Adventure, and I remember all. The, it was. It was fun to to see that game again, and finding that little Easter egg of finding the creators. I, I definitely remember doing that as a kid. But again, I mean, you know, I'm I'm in my I'm in my mid forties. So I mean, anyone uh, like younger than that, I think they may. I'm not gonna say they're gonna struggle, but uh, again, there was a big portions of my daughter. She she tuned out. Right. And, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, the whole premise of it being the creators, uh, the character, the, cre- uh, the the creator of the virtual world, his, I guess, favorite time of life was that was the 80s. And that's why a lot of that is based around that. Uh, my thing was, would it in 2045, would they be looking back to the 80s? Like, would there be so many knowledgeable people about the 80s? Like, would someone Parzival's age really know that much about yeah the, i mean he knew a lot the about the 2600 yeah. like i'm again again it's i think they went too far back for for but this is just griping i mean overall the film yeah. is fun but i think yeah and, and, and back. well they're going by the source material too and, and the book was probably written by a guy probably our age right so you know he wrote what do you know what he knows about it. just like you know what do we podcast about we podcast about the 80s stuff that we so, know. yeah yeah stuff that we know Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it was. I, I can see. I can see it being a problem for for younger kids. Oh, she, she didn't get it, any of the jokes or or the little, little nuances of the movie. Mm-hmm. Have you guys played any of the virtual reality games? Have you ever wore those masks? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I think maybe they were think going for like you know okay we got the the 80s for the the old people like us and then the virtual reality is and the the animation so to speak. Uh, was for the the younger generation. Maybe the the content wasn't for them, but the perspective that this is what they what they're doing now and it's going to be in the future. Yeah. Maybe that was what they, maybe that's what they were going for. Well, I, I can see that because you know, I always you know when I think about gaming in general, the future is VR. I mean, that's that's that next step, and they really embrace it in this movie. I mean, yeah, I mean well, that, totally culturally. Right. Yeah, right, it's right. everybody does it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of like back in a couple of years ago when everybody's playing Pokemon on yeah. their phone. You know, right. you see the scenes where they're they're all wearing the virtual reality masks. Uh, honestly, I couldn't imagine a future like that, but <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. It's yeah, scary. I mean, I punched I punched that at the 360, so I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation now has the virtual reality set. The game and every, the PlayStation Four comes with now the VR stuff. The, the VR stuff, yeah, and it's good. It's yeah. good. I mean, I I definitely know people that are falling down because it's messing up with their brains. You know, like I can't. That, you really? Know. Oh, that's odd. Okay, I can't. No, I, I can't I, play it. Oh no! No, I get nauseous. Now what's now what's <laughs> popular is the uh, like people going online with like Second Life and like um. You know, our buddy DJ talks about these role-playing games that you can play online and create avatars and stuff like that. Like, I know that's huge. It's not. It's not a part of geekdom I'm plugged into. I don't have an avatar online. Even when I get a chance to make an avatar, it winds up looking like me anyway. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I just don't I, like. It, it's weird to think that the future is people having this whole other life and personality online, um, and then you know living the real world. And it, it was weird. I couldn't. I was trying to get a handle on the world they were showing us, uh, what twenty forty five was, because they had like businessmen and things like that. But then it looked like if you didn't work for the big company, your life was pretty much like because they had people walk around the streets with the VR headsets on. It's like what's what kind of society is this? Are people going to work? Are there teachers? Are there cops? Are there? You know what I mean? Like yeah, is this something? Because, it was a mix yeah. of like. Oh, sorry, John. Go ahead. No, well, a big part of the movie is is the creator being like, look, I didn't create this so you guys could spend all your lives on this thing. You know, you know, it was meant it was meant to be kind of a fun thing, and people are using it kind of too much you know i'm trying not to give away too much of the movie um but you know what i'm talking about like that was one of the themes of it oh yeah th their lives were just so like crappy that they would rather be in the virtual world than in their own world you know there was a movie right. uh uh bruce willis surrogates you ever seen that movie yes <laughs> I, did. I did yeah and that that was very very similar where like well obviously this is it was a it was a murder kind of movie and stuff but the people in that world preferred the virtual re reality world than their than their own because their their real lives sucked and uh, in the virtual world they can be you know young and and beautiful and successful and stuff and so i mean that's what i got out of this movie it was it was exactly that they would rather be in this fake world than deal with the crap that they're in right now which was you know what do they call it the stacks i mean like it was like yeah. motorhome stacked upon a motorhome right well you know it's it's well you think about it you know um, now, for us, we spend a lot of our time watching the TV, hoping to be in that the Avengers world and those type of things. Now, that the virtual reality, I guess, is well, they did that, but now you can live it. Well, that would be it. sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Right, I guess <laughs> Batman was our, mentioned. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to our new universe podcast. Yeah, hey, that was <laughs> a fun podcast. What universe would you live in, right? Um, hey, how about I know this is off topic, but how how cool would this be if they were to film movies and you would wear VR glasses, where in the sense that you're actually in the movie, not participating, but just viewing it from like the, like you're actually in it from that point of view. Like you know when Thanos is is crushing down on Captain America and you're actually standing right next to it, you know that would be so immersive. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go to work anymore. I mean, <laughs> in my pajamas all day. It's fun. <laughs> Anyway, all right, back to the movie. <laughs> back to the movie. Back to the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought the performances were really good. It's you know it's a Spielberg movie, so you get you get the thrills, you get the excitement. Um, you know you get the uh, look. You can't. The special effects are incredible. Oh my you know, god! I'm, considering probably eighty percent of it's a cartoon, more right. or less, because it's you know when they're in the virtual world, it's all digitally animated. You kind of forget that, or at least I forgot. No, you do. You do. Yeah, uh, you know certain the, angles. Good. What would you say again, Pete? Nothing. I said you go ahead. Oh, uh, I think that there's one part of the movie where I actually said to myself, "Holy crap! This is another level of CG." Is when they were. Uh, oh, spoiler alert! Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess it's assumed, but um, when they were doing, uh, you know, the, the world of the, the Shining, and it was that oh, real world. Oh yeah, that was cool. And cool. you see them walk in the hallways. And I sat, I sat there thinking, "Holy crap, this is unreal!" I've never, and we've watched a lot I, of movies, but you agree, right? This was, this was a I little. I was wondering, uh -huh. I was wondering if they took clips from the movie 
you know, like like uh, setup shots of, of when they show what the Overlook Hotel looks like. Yeah. If they took clips from the movie or if they recreated certain sets, but it looks so real life. It was, oh. uh, and first of all, I I was like H in the movie. I never seen I've never seen The Shining. Oh. Okay. So I was like covering my eyes for some. <laughs> it was creepy. But was how creepy. how they had the the avatars, I guess you'd call them, right? Their computer generated bodies in this uh, shining world. It looks so seamless. Uh, like I said, I was I was astounded. Like, oh my god, this looks amazing. It almost seems like I'm, you don't need to hire actors anymore. You just need to hire their voices because they're gonna seamlessly put a 3D generated person on on the movies, and it's it looks amazing. That's what DC should do with their movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never saw The Shining either, to be honest with you, and I, I so I couldn't really tell if it was animated or if it was live. It was that, that scene was fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Spielberg knows how to freaking make movies. Sometimes. Sometimes. We might have to, we, sometimes. A little bit. We might have to, He's okay. What are, you, what are, you, are you still mad about 1941? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, well, I, you know, we gave a lot of the credit to Back to the Future being a big part of this movie. I totally forgot about The Shining's like a whole one-fourth of the movie. So Yeah, we, it played a huge part of the movie, the too. Yeah, but yeah. that was disturbing. It's old. I mean, yeah, it's what, old. Is it the second level for the second key, I think? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When was The Shining? The Shining's was the 70s, wasn't it? 77, 78 ish, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even catch that movie till, you know, later on in life, too, because that movie scared me. Is it a scary movie? Yeah, it's. it's yeah. I want to drop. Can I drop F bombs? No, no, probably not. Yeah, yeah F'd up. <laughs> and that movie is F'd up big time. They make you poo your pants. <laughs> Why is it always good to poo for you? <laughs> no, I can't say the other words. So I figure I'll go that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you go any way that feels good, don't you? All right. Um, Hello. Sorry, sorry, Pete. Um, yeah, so Pete, you really really liked it. You think the fact that you didn't know a lot about it, because I won't say I like really really liked it. I mean, so far to see, I've really really liked Black Panther, and that's probably I think that's it so far. Um, so, do you think not knowing a lot about it maybe helped you? Because you go in with no expectations, which is something Alan and I have been talking about on a few of our our shows. Is are we did we build up Last Jedi too much? Are we building up Infinity War? You know, how much does expectations play into our into our final um, like or dislike of a movie? So, no. with no with no expectations, do you think that helped you enjoy it better? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I listen. I went into it thinking all I want to see is the the Back to the Future scenes, and the you know the music was you know eight, 80s hair bands, um, <laughs> you know so no expectations whatsoever. I thought it was great. The guy that played Halliday, uh, Mark, and I can't think of his last name. He's been in a few other movies. He's also was animated in another movie, and I I love I like his work too. Um, so going into it, I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. And again, it's Movie Pass. So at this point in time, I'll see whatever, whenever. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, that's a good point. So Movie Pass, this is Movie Pass Moment Reviews. If you didn't have Movie Pass, Pete, would you watch this movie? I'd probably go yes. Okay, and Jonathan? Yeah, I, I would have gone. I think I would have passed. This, I would have passed on this one. Really? Because yeah. this movie's in my wheelhouse. You know, it's action and adventure. It's pop culture. It's 80s. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go. I might go to a 6 o'clock. I mean, a six dollar 
matinee, but I probably would definitely still see it. Yeah, yeah that's one of the reasons why I went to the movie because I thought it was kind of like in all of our wheelhouses, brothers and archer wheelhouses so speak. Um, kind of, you know, other than the back, obviously Back to the Future is the biggest thing ever, greatest movie ever. Uh, so you know that that definitely. Uh, encouraged me a little bit more but yeah I, I think without movie pass like john said i go to a matinee or something i go see this again now i'll be honest i think you have to see it again i and i, that's, yeah. I think that's my if i had to pick a gripe of this movie was that there was so much to look at like i was i was so nervous like oh my god did i catch everything there was like so much at once and and like i know i for sure if i looked at the upper left of the screen i missed something in the bottom right of the screen you know, right. it's one of those movies I think you have to watch. I mean, if you want to catch all the Easter eggs, there's no way in the world you can catch it in one sitting. It's impossible. It was yeah, well, it especially. Was, uh-huh. Go ahead. It was information overload. You ever see that movie Johnny Mnemonic with with uh, Keanu yes. Reeves? Yeah. Yes. It was like over. It was like information overload. My head was going to explode because there was just so much, so much in this movie. Like I was almost like looking at every like little spray painting on the wall. Like oh fudge did i miss something like was that something you know i was like i was like doing that in my head the whole entire time i was watching this movie I was like oh did I, is this something like should i know this it was something like that so yeah one sitting it's fine it's good but uh, and I, I know during that final battle we missed a ton of stuff yeah. because everybody's avatar was out there and besides the one they showed us like uh, the halo guys and things like that you know there was a bunch more out there um do you think he could have put Star Wars in, like uh, stormtroopers in there, or is that you know? Because I know his buddies with Lucas. I didn't I mean, see any Star Wars reference, did you? No, they didn't. They only did the yeah. Movie. I don't know. He I don't know that Falcon. Oh yeah, he mentions it, but do you see it? No, you don't see I it. Mean, no. There's a yeah. Is there any Disney like visuals in there? No, like the princesses or anything like that. That's a good so maybe point. Disney didn't get many rights, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I saw, I, I watched a video on YouTube about Easter eggs, and they said there's even a Nightwing reference in there. I'm like, I didn't see anything, really, the Nightwing or DC. Oh, no I mean, they mentioned Batman. They mentioned Batman climbing the Mount Everest with them, but yeah. other than that. Um, yeah, you see one of the girls but, dressed as, as Batgirl in the battle Oh, did you see Harley Quinn? Did you see the uh, video yeah, yeah. game Harley Quinn? In yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought with the race, there'd be more cars I was familiar with, but I didn't really notice. Did you guys notice any cars besides the DeLorean Bigfoot he was driving well, Bigfoot okay. yeah Bigfoot oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, besides that no I didn't really notice anything how do you not throw a Batmobile on that scene oh there was a Batmobile yes was uh, there yeah it goes off the, the edge um, when King Kong comes up the, okay there's a bat there is a Batmobile the old Batmobile oh. uh, which one yeah oh, okay oh wait did I see I think I remember seeing that one well, you just see that part of it, but you don't see anything else. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's definitely something you should probably go see again and, and just to catch all the Easter eggs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a nice warm-up for the start of the summer movie season. You know, if they had more confidence in it, they would have released it during the summer, um, not in the beginning of April. So I think it's a nice little warm-up. We have... I don't think there's anything really huge coming out between now and Infinity War, so that's like our little, little taste of uh, of uh, action and pop culture that we're gonna get until then. Did you guys have good previews? Uh, uh, nothing new. I got Infinity War. Yeah, it was good to see it on a big screen. 
Yeah. I got Infinity War on a big screen, and I also got one of uh, Jay and I's favorite uh, stuff, Harry Potter, uh, oh. Fantastic Beasts. Oh, the new uh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah. okay. So I'm excited about both of those. Movie Pass, here I come. <laughs> yeah, I think I was um, I was on my phone during the previews, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, oh, you know what? Uh, one more th- side note. Uh, the 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 young lady. Who's the leading lady in this movie? Olivia uh, Cook. Olivia Cook. Yeah. I. You know, for Artemis. when they reveal Artemis, when they revealed who she was, immediately I thought it was Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, me too. Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. I know. I know. She's older now. She looks just like that, right? Doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Joseph seen the Pussycats. The first thing I thought. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, no, that's impossible. She's too. She's older now. No one annoyed me. I have Don't look at me. I have a birthmark. I'm horrible. Oh, I know. I was like, come on. Like it's 2045. Who cares if you got a birthmark on your face? And sure. I'm not looking at your and face. Then he's like, <laughs> and he's like, you're beautiful. I'm like, mm. well, yeah. Not only that, half the people there had tattoos on their face, so it's not like it was something like, like very odd, you know? Right. So right away she falls in love with him. Like he's the first guy to ever accept me for my lightly colored birthmark on my face. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Really. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. So, I mean, so th- that was my point with it, about this movie is that, you know, thinking back on it, it was good. It was fun. You know, story-wise, it was fun. It was okay. But it's, it's a fun movie. Super, super entertaining if you get the references. And if you don't, I think you're going to struggle. Yeah, I just don't think the the outside world was really explained enough. Yeah. I, kind of, I got the feel between, like, uh, Escape from New York and Zombie Apocalypse all mixed together yeah just didn't, you know it didn't seem like they really went into a little more detail about the world itself did they explain like, why it was like that i don't re- i don't remember no all right no yeah so no, at the, uh, the beginning they mentioned some type of war or something like that but not enough that make you makes you you know think about it or something yeah did he care about he care about his aunt dying any less is that possible he cared <laughs> He, he, he ran to her. He ran, literally ran to right. her. Right, and then she died, and then he forgets she existed. Come on. Yeah. The story's got to move. <laughs> That's not true. He does mention when he's holding the gun to the guy that you killed my mother's sister. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can't say, he can't say my aunt. have you ever referred to your aunt as your mother's sister? <laughs> when has he done that? Yes. You killed my auntie. Prepare to die. Did you guys get the scene? My the, name is Buzzerville. The one, uh, the one reference when, uh, when the Iron Gi- Giants going into the lava, he puts his thumb up. Where's that from? Terminator. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Maybe yeah. laugh. <laughs> I know none of us really get into the the Gundam stuff, but I, I have a feeling that was supposed to be like a huge moment in the movie. Right. When the uh, when the one kid or whatever the one guy uses mobile suit Gundam. Yeah, we were supposed to like, ooh. I was like, huh? Yeah. I had no idea what that. And no, honestly, I had no idea what that was. So I was yeah, like, to this now. Okay, so that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think if they pushed that movie, if they went as far back as maybe 1990, and like you know the games and the references and stuff, 
uh, which you know I love the 80s stuff, but I think they went 90s. You could have pulled in more of the younger generation that may actually get this movie. But again, I think it was it was too much of a swing. So much of their really really 80s stuff, hardcore 80s stuff, and really current stuff, and you know what I mean. There was there was too much. Too. I'll be honest. I probably fun. wouldn't go see it if it was in the 90s. Depending on what it, what they show in the 90s. Yeah. Again, the only attraction I had going into this movie was Back to the Future, and I I know I say that a lot, but that was the truth of it. And if there's no, you know, mention of Back to the Future or something, unless it's something that I really want to, you know, talk about in the 90s. So I, I agree with you. I, I was the same way because I well, knew it was heavily yeah. in the 80s. I, I dug that. So when they were starting referencing things not in the 80s, like late 90s, early 2000, like things I didn't understand that I, oh, I got okay, lost in, the, in that excitement. Oh, I thought you were saying something. Else. I think, yes, you're right, though, if they put it. In the 90s and the early 2000s stuff, the kids would probably, your, your daughter would understand it. Better. Right, exactly. She would have gotten yeah. it, you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, Amanda, like Amanda from Melrose Place. I, I, that's the 90s I need. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Hello, Heather Locklear. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We need some help. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, overall, you know, it was a good one. I, I enjoyed it. I'd see it again. Okay, yeah, really rewatchability. Re so, Jonathan, for you, it's a definite rewatch. Uh, yeah, I'd see it again. Yeah, and you, Pete? Yeah, with Movie Pass, I'd see it again. With Movie Pass, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah like tomorrow, I'm going to see another movie with my Movie Pass that I would, I would never go see on my own. Oh, I'm going to go see uh, Paul the the Apostle of Christ. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It looks interesting, you know. So, um, it's getting good reviews. I hear it's getting great reviews. Yeah. Because there's nothing really else out right now that I really want to see. Oh, okay. I've... I got a good recommend for you. Okay. And I can't bring myself to watch it, but uh, the, the movie's called If You Can Only Imagine. Have you heard about that one? Yes, there's one with the singing guy. The yeah, and guy. I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you why I can't watch it. Everyone I've known that's seen it loves the movie, but... Uh, Niagara Falls they were crying like a baby and yeah. and like everyone said the same thing I can't bring myself to watch this movie knowing that's what's, that's what's going to happen to me you know but they said it's an, they uh, they have said it's the best movie they've seen in a long time and well my wedding anniversary is two, is Wednesday 20 years Aww. and my wife wants to see the movie so I might end up getting suckered into that one okay so do it which movie <laughs> which movie are you getting suckered to see uh, I, if I can only imagine, I think she wants to see that. So uh, I got to kind of, I got to kind of do what she wants. She's the boss. Sure. Yeah, the things, the things you do for love. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Twenty <laughs> years, huh? Twenty God years, bless. and so, and we're gonna do the idea that John you shot with us, by the way. Huh? The thing we talked about. I don't we're know. Do, my wife and I are gonna be doing a. Uh, this is a. This is the uh, the. Uh, oh yeah, are you really? Uh, yeah, I'm, I talked. On to, what channel? We're gonna do it on stuff. Tw uh, Twenty years to life. My wife and I are gonna do a shot. Twenty to life. They're gonna. Do. <laughs> awesome. Please, can I be the host? So you I can, can be the host. Absolutely. Oh, that would be that. That would be an awesome thing, John. Yes, absolutely. Oh because my god. If John know, you know, John knows my knows me obviously very well, and he knows my wife very well, and uh, it will not it will not be. Um, boring pretty. at all, I can tell you that. Uh -oh. <laughs> I said it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Twenty to life. 20 That's to a life. good thing, man. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm on board. Cool. All right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Ready to wrap it up? Well, guys, thank you for letting me join you in uh, with your Nerd and Me co- podcast. All right. Slow down. Slow I love down. it. I love it. Thank Out you. Of five stars. How many do you give it? Me? Yeah. Uh, three and a half. Alan. Three and a half. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll go three and a half. Mm-hmm. Let me do the math and average it out. Divided <laughs> by three. Uh, three point five. Six. <laughs> <laughs> three point five. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. So, that's can I ask you guys one, one more quick question? Yeah. Nope. Okay, so, all the, so the shows that you've done with the Movie Pass is this the best one that you've done? Is this movie the best one that you've seen? Um. Well, we did. Death Wish. If you talk about the two of us together, our first one was Death Wish. Right. Our second one was Red Sparrow Tomb Raider, and then this one. Um, I don't know. I really like Death Wish. I, I did watch too. that again. Yeah, I like. I Death did Wish. like Death Wish. Yeah. Death Wish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Death Wish was probably the best out of the ones that you mentioned. I've seen all four of those movies as well. So. Uh, I think I think we're just biding time for uh, Infinity War. I think we're just. Yeah. Sure. The time. Wait, sure. Okay. I agree. Okay. See shape of water too. <laughs> uh, it's a love story, isn't it? No, but it's very good. Shape of water is very good. Movie pass moment is <laughs> <It's> very good. <laughs> Alrighty then. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take a look at. It. All right. I don't know. Do we have a sign off? I forgot. I oh, uh, w- uh, www.brothersinarmchairs.com. You can find all of our shows. Pete is on Enter the Nerd Zone and um, Fat Guys in Little Coats. And we're there. Nerd to Me is there. And Stuff You Don't Need to Know, along with Jay. Defenders uh, of the Realm is there. Oh, yeah. Defenders of the Realm. Defenders That's right. Realm, yeah. Yes. It's awesome. Um, there, too. www.brothersinarmchairs.com. Booyah. With, that long, with the long S at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hold down that S button. Well, well, you know I have a habit of dropping my S's out. Right. This <laughs> buses. Okay, we're done. Come on, man. <laughs> this is getting out of control. All right. All right. Uh, we'll see you at the movies. No, can't say that. Someone else. That's someone oh, else. We else. can't do that one? No, we can't do that one. All right. Let's, let's do it again. Don't I forget it. your pass to go to the movie. No, that's. <laughs> oh my gosh come on guys you gotta get do something. some extra popcorn <laughs> and refill your soda <laughs> refills are free okay bye-bye <laughs> see you pete bye, bye guys all right dude peace bye.